to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te Today on Empower, I want to talk about social anxiety and low self-esteem, especially as we're heading into that time of the year where there are lots of social events. If you're in the Southern Hemisphere, like those of us in New Zealand, it is summertime. So there's more reasons to get out and about. But of course, for some of you, even just the thought of an impending social event is enough to send you spiraling. Regardless of whether you suffer from social anxiety or low self-esteem or whether you're the total opposite and you're just a social butterfly, much like my mother, she loves that stuff. What we know for sure is that we would quite literally die without human connection. So let's talk about how we can make sure we are feeling our best in order to keep that cup full. Firstly, I do want to make a shout out to Sarah for reaching out on Instagram and requesting this episode. She made a really awesome point about social anxiety and low self-esteem and how it is something that she is finding harder to deal with as she gets older. And I relate to that. Even if someone who doesn't really suffer or doesn't suffer from either of them, I just feel like as we get older, there are less social situations that we're kind of forced into. I shouldn't say forced, actually, exposed to. Less social situations that we're exposed to in the same way that we had, like, growing up, right? Growing up, you have school, and then maybe you go on to uni. Maybe uni, maybe not. Otherwise, you still have a reasonably big group of friends. Everyone goes out and does their thing and stays social. But I feel like as time goes on, unless you're not really intentional with your big group of friends... Then people start moving away, some people get married, some people have kids, some people don't, everyone starts going off on their own paths, and there is just less time and less opportunity to go out and do social stuff, unless of course it's like linked to work. Not all the time, like I I realize I'm being generic here, but you know, you just don't have the same exposure to social stuff compared to what you have when you're growing up. So not having those social events kind of happening automatically 
means that for those of us who aren't social butterflies, it can be a real chore. Social events can be a chore. I know that my friends will be listening to this and thinking, yeah, that's the story of your life because you never come anywhere with us. And of course, like that's reasonably mild. For people that have social anxiety or low self-esteem, it doesn't feel like a chore. It feels like torture. First and foremost, if this is something that you really struggle with that impacts the quality of your life beyond measure, talk to someone, someone that you trust, a friend, a family member, a mentor, a coach, a therapist, a doctor, whatever works best for you, talk to someone. There might be specific things that trigger you, maybe even things that you aren't aware of that another person could help you work through or give you some perspective on. Don't ever feel like you need to try and figure it out on your own because you don't. I realize my podcast is all about like personal development and self-improvement and a lot of that is driven from within. And I guess I've done a lot of work on myself. Of course I have, but that doesn't mean I haven't worked with other people. I've gone to psychologists. I've had mentors. I've had coaches. I talk to my loved ones and my friends and my family. Like I would not be who I am today. I wouldn't be doing all the things that I do today if it wasn't for the people around me that have supported me and helped me work through some really heavy stuff. And I think it's sometimes just a good reminder, even for myself, you can't do everything on your own. If you are even entertaining the idea, reach out to someone, reach out to anyone. Stop worrying about what others think of you. This is pretty much the topic of my first episode. The very first episode I ever did for this podcast was stop worrying about other people's opinions or something along those lines. And it's got a lot to do with low self-esteem and social anxiety because With both of those things, you're worried that people are judging you, you're self-conscious, you feel like people are watching you, you feel like you don't know how to make conversation. Firstly, like I say frequently, no one cares as much about what's going on for you more than you do. Everyone has their own stuff going on. No one is going to be that invested in you. And if they are, unless of course they are a loved one, that's weird, it's creepy. And even if they are judging you, there is literally nothing you can do about it. You can't change people's minds. You are who you are. And if someone doesn't like that, then that's their problem. So don't waste time assuming or guessing what people think of you. Chances are they aren't thinking about you at all. Maybe they're feeling the same way as you're feeling about yourself in respect of themselves. Stop worrying about what's going on in other people's heads. You can't change it. Focus on what's going on in yours. And that leads me on to the next point. Turn your nerves into excitement. Some of you may have heard this, but nervousness and excitement, physiologically identical, pretty much. Coaching clients always tell me that they're nervous when we have our first call, but you can always reframe it, and I do. I tell them it's excitement. You're excited. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited for what's to come. Even if it's a challenge, I'm excited about whatever is about to happen. It is going to challenge me, but I'm going to grow. And I'm going to learn something from this, if nothing else. Next thing I want you to think about is checking in with yourself and being kind to yourself. We all have that voice in our head. I spoke about it in last week's episode. And believe it or not, we have the power to control it. And when you are someone that struggles with social anxiety, chances are that voice in your head is not your friend. It's that voice that says, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Everyone's going to look at me and they're going to know that I'm nervous and I'm going to embarrass myself and it's going to be terrible and I'm never going to be able to come back from it. And I know it sounds so much simpler than it is, but rationally, you have the power to just shut that voice up. 
to reframe it, much like the nerves to excitement thing, or you can rationalize it like I do. Like if I ever catch myself being like, oh, I don't want to go. It's not going to be my thing. And I'm going to feel awkward. And I'm probably just going to have a resting bitch face the whole time. No one's going to want to talk to me, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, let's be honest. What I do usually when I start taking myself down that rabbit hole is remind myself, okay, but you could meet someone tonight that could change your life. Maybe they will have an opportunity. Maybe they will change your perspective on something. Maybe they will inspire you. Maybe you will be related. I don't know. But if you don't go, you'll never know. Have that awareness of the inner voice. Don't give it the power to talk you into a negative headspace because literally everything you do, everywhere you go, every person that you meet has the potential to change your life. At the very least, it brought you an opportunity to start working on that negative voice in your head to start reframing the way that you look at things, to start being more aware of what triggers you, to start being more aware of different strategies or different skills that you can use. Kia ora, just quickly, those of you who follow me on Instagram or TikTok will already know that I'm obsessed with my desk bird standing desk. I purchased it last year and when I tell you it is one of the best things that I have ever invested in, I work from home and I could not do it without my standing desk. So I'm super excited to let you know that I have partnered with DeskBird and you can use my discount code MIHI to get $40 off any desk purchase on their website. They are an investment and trust me when I say I did a lot of research into the best standing desk before I purchased mine and I truly believe they are the best on the market. Even better, they've got free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10 year warranty so why wouldn't you want to check them out? Link and details in the description. Okay, and you're not going to like me for this, but that's all right. It needs to be said. One of the worst things that you can do is drink to hide your nerves. And look, we all know it, okay? Even I admit it, I don't even drink. I've had like three alcoholic beverages this year and it's November. But I did used to drink. And I remember having this thought maybe like two years ago. And I remember thinking, like, I am just so much cooler when I'm drunk. I'm funnier. I'm so much friendlier. Like, I lose my resting bitch face. (laughs) My eyes totally glaze over. But, like, besides that, I'm cool. (laughs) I like that version of me. And, like, a split second later, I caught myself and I could hear my intuition. And it was like, hold on. Why can't you be that cool without the alcohol? Why do you need the alcohol? You can't be drunk all the time. If you can't be that cool, that cool, (laughs) which probably just means being like slightly friendlier in all fairness, but whatever was going on, my intuition was telling me, if you can't be that version of yourself that is friendlier and nicer and kinder and smiles more when you're not drunk, then maybe you need to look at yourself. Confronting, I know. And I think for many of us, alcohol can feel like a protective mechanism. When you're nervous, you start drinking because you know you'll like relax a bit and then you'll be cool. You'll be on the level. We all know the level and I'm cool on the level, but it's not actually dealing with the problem. It's just masking it. Why are you not confident and comfortable in who you are without the alcohol? I know. This is what I mean. I said you guys weren't going to like me for this, but it's true. Ask yourself that question. If this is something that you do, ask yourself that question. Because like I say, when you're on that level, it's cool. But all you need is one more drink to totally lose your inhibition and do something that you really regret, especially if you already felt on edge before having a drink. So just be careful. And my final tip, and there are so many more as well. I know I've only skimmed the surface on this. For social situations, 
ask questions. I know you're like, what do you mean? Let me explain. Say you try everything that I've spoken about and none of those things work and you're still freaking out, but you have to go to this thing or you have to put yourself in a situation that you typically get anxious in. When you're there and say if you're meeting new people, one of the worst things, right? When this is something that you struggle with, if you struggle with low self-esteem and social anxiety, meeting new people, like you would rather throw yourself off a bridge. So this is what I want you to do. People love talking about themselves. If you start asking someone else questions about themselves, not only will they take the opportunity to answer and immediately warm to you for taking an interest in them, but it also takes the heat off you. If someone is telling you all about their dog that loves to go for walks because you ask them what they plan to do in the weekend, you can guarantee they aren't thinking about you being nervous. They're thinking about their dog. But always make sure it's genuine. Ask questions that you genuinely would be interested to hear the answers to because then you can actually get engrossed in the conversation and forget that you were freaking out five minutes ago and maybe even start building a real connection with someone. Irrespective of whether you even deal with social anxiety or low self-esteem, I think asking questions is just the best way to go about learning something new about people. Honestly, just think about the last time that you met someone new, especially if you're really warm to them. It's probably because they showed an interest in you. So I've got a challenge. I want you to put yourself out there. I want you to stop being afraid to do that. We live one life, okay? One life. So get out of your comfort zone. Naturally, we don't want to do it. I get it. We're primal. It's unnatural to seek something outside of comfort. But if you want to grow and you want to develop and you want to become a better version of yourself, there are some demons that you just need to face and fight and overcome. And maybe it means taking baby steps, giving people eye contact, smiling at people in the street, starting conversation with someone at the line at your local cafe or even with the checkout person at your supermarket. Your inner voice has a really big role here. You totally have the power to psych yourself out and in the same breath, you equally have the power to overcome it and say, you know what? I choose my life. I'm not going to miss out on new experiences and meeting interesting people and potentially changing my life just because I'm nervous that someone is going to think I'm a weirdo. And irrespective of whether you're actually a weirdo or not, I don't care. If you're a weirdo, own it. If you're a bit awkward sometimes, own it. Don't try and cover it up. Don't try and be someone that you aren't. Don't drink alcohol or do other things because you feel like that's going to mask how you're really feeling. Just own it. People have more respect for you if you just own it. If you're really nervous, tell people. If anyone receives that in the wrong way, trust me, they're just an asshole. That's got nothing to do with you. Anyways, that's all I've got for you guys today. So on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself and I will chat to you next week.